Today is the today is in Lubavitch. The day is focused mainly on what happened Yudshvat a year after what we're going to be speaking about, because a year after the basically the Friedeker Rebbe, the past Lubavitcher Rebbe, the sixth Rebbe, right? Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Schneerson Ishmasa Eden was nifter on Yudshvat in 1950, but only a year later to the day the Rebbe became Rebbe. It was a whole year. There are books upon books written about that one year when the Rebbe wasn't officially Rebbe yet, he didn't, makab- he didn't receive the mantle of leadership till a year later. And then the year later, then the famous then, then it all started. Then the Mayanos, then <laughs> take, run for cover. <laughs> Rebels taking over. You know? <laughs> run for cover. Run for cover. So, but, but, I, I, I very much connect to this day. I remember one year I, was in, I found myself in Belgium, in Antwerp, on Yud Shvat. I had to do a, play an event there, and the sound guy was a Lubavitcher. And I said to him, what are you doing here? It's Yud Shvat. He's like, uh, he, he explained to me, a Yid needs a little parnasa. I was like, yeah, but where are you going afterwards? He's like, don't worry, I'm taking you. And he took me to the, he took me to the Fabrice, 17 years ago. He took me to this, to this Fabrengen in, in Antwerp. The chaver there, Yud Shvat Fabrengen. But the Yud Shvat Fabrengens are generally focused on the Rebbe becoming Rebbe. But I always feel, maybe probably because of, of the Kesha to Reb Shlomo, that this was Reb Shlomo's Rebbe was the Friedeker Rebbe. And he's the one that completely, he said, he, the way he spoke, that thing you sent yesterday, if you listen to it again, he says, the way he spoke about what kind of an ashamat we we're, were dealing with. 
This is a Rebbe that felt all of Klal Yisrael. He felt every year that ever existed and that ever will exist till Mashiach is coming. Klal, I have a picture right above my computer in my, in my home. There's a picture, there's one picture where I look at it and it's always Elul and Yom Kippur when I look at this picture. Do you know which one it is? It's like always... Uh, it's just like, okay, <laughs> get it together. And, and the Rebbe, the Friedeker Rebbe, uh, of recent last few years in Lubavitch, they've been taking a lot of the smart, a lot of, you know, he wrote, he was writing, he was writing, 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 writing. A lot of the, a lot of the stories we know, about the Magid, about obviously all the, all the, the, the Nesim, all the Rebbe's in Lubavitch, is because he was a writer, an amazing, amazing writer. And, and there's no one that publishes better than Chabad in the world. So obviously now, for the last few years, a lot more has been coming out. One of the svarim that I, my favorite svarim, it's basically just called Sichos Kodesh, and just this picture alone is, you know, it's so, it's so you know, capturing, right? And what they did was they took, it's beautiful, they took all his writings, not all his writings, a chunk of his writings, and they divided it up into short topics, like... Um, Emuna on bitachon, Ahava Raba, Otiot, Ahava Sisrel, Eish Vaish, Barzel on any type of any type of topic, they took it and they they put out like short nuggets. But in the beginning of the sefer, they write as you see. I want to I want to learn a letter with you, because I realize that this letter captures everything, everything, captures the it captures. I think you'll understand also through this letter how Chabad houses came to be, even though. He wasn't the one that started Chabad houses, but he was the one that began the Indian of sending out shluchim to campuses. Uh, because, uh, you know, Reb Shlamon, Reb Zalman were the first ones that were sent from that Hever to go out to college campuses. Famous stories like in Brandeis and in uh, Columbia University. It, this, this, this Indian of thinking about, wow, it's much bigger than just Hasidim, much bigger than just Hasidim, and much bigger than just Lubavitcher Hasidim, this really was coming from the Friedeker Rebbe. Friedrich Rebbe, when he arrived in America, he was a beaten down, broken person. He was, he, was ready, he was ready in a wheelchair, and not just that, he was beaten and tortured so much in interrogations that one of the reasons why we don't have any audio of the Friedrich Rebbe, which it should be that we, it should, be that we, we should have, why? Well, Friedrich Rebbe passed away in 1950. <clears throat> there was plenty of audio going on back then. <clears throat> why isn't there? Because he was, even his tongue, was paralyzed. He could barely make words out. You could barely even understand what he was saying. And sometimes people would sit there. He had a few chaver right next to him, listening closely. They already learned how to get out every word that he said. And we can continue with a lot, a lot of stories. But this letter, this letter captures a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Let's learn this letter. You can see in the top. It says me'ain hakdama for a sefer. You know, me'ain hakdama means it's like. This is Ke'ilu HaKdama to a book that's, the, that's, that's the capturing the Torah of the Friedeker Rebbe. Right. Who here is good in Yiddish, by the way? Is anyone good in Yiddish? Kiva, how's your Yiddish? No. Okay. How's your Russian? It's okay. How's your Yiddish? It's not as good. My Yiddish is okay. Here, I... Yeah. I spend enough time watching the Rebbe with subtitles. But, it's, but the Rebbe's Yiddish is not like the Polish Yiddish. It's like two different dialects. It's really different. No, Reb David, not yet. <laughs> okay, Serge, you're holding? No, not yet. Okay. Don't apologize that your Yiddish is not on, but it's fine. Yeah. All of anyone's Rebbe from last generation knew Yiddish, you know. My father spoke Yiddish and my mother spoke Arabic, so 
<laughs> Did you get Arabic? Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Look at this. Look at this. I have. I was learning this last night. I. I had such simcha. I can't even explain to you. Look at this. So this is basically Yud Alef Tishrei Tav Fresh Tzadik Vav. It's Tishrei nineteen thirty-five, right? Because Vav means the next year. So Tishrei, it's nineteen thirty-five. Okay, look. Think of the world. Nineteen thirty-five, right? In Atvatsk, right? Okay. So he sends this letter. Yedidiv Yudovich. This is the name of the of the Yid. Now I wish I did more. A little bit more of a hakira on who this person was. It'd probably help us. I didn't, uh, but I'm sure I'm, I'm going to be getting a lot of. Uh, I'm sure I'll get I'll get some of the chaver to to send me stuff showing me, uh, uh, telling me much more about this. Shalom uvracha. near Warsaw. Right, Shoshana is going to be there. This uh, she's going to Poland tomorrow. She's taking a group and she's going to be in Atvats. She's very excited about it. Shalom uvracha. Bemana Mihtavcha, Tova Davar, Shekavata Moshavcha Latzlacha, Be Ramat Yitzchak. So I, I assume that he said that this is a letter sent to someone that is dwelling in Eretz Yisrael. Lecha, it's great that you set up shop in this place called Ramat Yitzchak. Lecha, berevach, menucha, itim Torah, you should be sent. Enough parnasa so that why not so that you're rich so that you could actually sit and learn have kviyas itim okay but I'm a little bit wondering a little bit of a shock a little bit how come you didn't set up shop yet and start giving you know setting up chavrusas barabim or giving a shear and opening it up to the public Asher mi ben chameshmot ish hayoshvim bimkomcha. He must have written to him. There's 500 people here. How could it be? Lo matzata adain shnaim shlosha anashim skenim o benonim avrechim o tzirim o bachurim lil modim ahem divrei elokim chaim. He's saying you're a chassid. How could it be? You said you have 500 people around you. How could it be that you still haven't gotten it together and started a do, you know, Arbatsas Torah Barabim, learning Hasidus in public. How could it be? Beshum often, lo uchal lehamin, asher ain ben kibbutz charidim kazek ken yerbu, lo yimatsu kaile, asher yarum lehem marma shel Hasidus osicha, ubifrat im yoreru malze, velo yis oreru. The Rebbe says, I'm sorry, there's no way in the world I could believe that if you would sit down with a number of people, and start learning Tanya, or start learning a Maimar Chasidus, that it wouldn't wake them up. I just don't mekabel it. I don't, I, again, I don't know what the letter was to the, the Friedeker Rebbe, but I, we, we can assume based on how he's answering him. He's basically saying, I'm, I can imagine, I'm lonely, there's no one here to learn with, you know, whatever. He's saying, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't mekabel this. It's just not, it, it can't be, this is how it works. Amazing, right? Ainze. <laughs> You know what this is? He's giving stark muscle here. You know what this is called? 
This is called negligence. This is called um, removing responsibility from yourself, that it cannot be. It cannot be that one of the tmimim. Now, what are the tmimim? What's the reference tmimim? Does anyone know? Can you say it, Tommy? Well, his, his father was the one that established Tom Chaitmimim, right? That was the establishment of the whole Chabad network. I love, I love that they're called Tmimim. Tmimim obviously means like a Tamim, right? A holy saintly, right? Tmimim was a reference to all the Yeshiva Bachers saying, you know, you have something to do in the world. You need, so he says, it, it can't be that a Tamim that went through our system goes to a place and he's kvetching about the fact that he doesn't think there's anyone to learn with. It's just, there's no, no excuses. It doesn't matter. Even if, they're, even if their learning is not so big, is not so good, whether it's nigle, which means, you know, not the chassidus and kabbalah, whether it's just, you know, just learning. Gemara, poskim shulchanarach, or whether it's divrei lukim chayim, that's a reference usually to chassidus. Saying there's no such thing. Now, what, what does this sound like later in life? What did the Rebbe say about people that know Aleph? No, I, I, I don't know how to give over a shir in poskim. No one's asking you to. Do you know how to give over Aleph? Give Aleph. It all came from his father-in-law. It all came from his father-in-law. Saying, I, it doesn't, just doesn't make sense to me. Even if you're a benoni b'yediya salimudim b'nigle b'divre l'kim chayim, v'tsa'ir ba'avoda shebalev, and you're young when it comes to like the real avoda shebalev, which is like learning how to daven, alav ha'chova, the Friedrich Rebbe says, you have a chiv, v'amitzvah la'asot svivat tova. You have achrayus to create a good environment. And this is to see how you could establish more and more learning in public. Whether it's halacha, whether it's agada, where we were talking about in the other day. I got your text. I'm going to get back to you about the Ein Yaakov. I got your text. Make sure people are saying Tehillim after davening. Big thing in Chabad. And you know, in a place where there's no one to study before them, you can't do it. They have to see a yid steiging. Sometimes you just got to see a yid steiging. How often have we been turned on by seeing someone just like doing their own thing and it's so powerful, right? They're not coming and saying, come to Shir, but we're in the presence of someone that's learning very strong. Now he tells a story. I never saw this story. I don't think I ever saw this story. This story is unbelievable. Betach shamata sipur ha'aroch anodam echad gedolei achasidim shel... This is just, I want you guys to know, kaf and kuf is kvod kedushas, okay? It's a good thing to remember. I'm sure you learned one of the stories, one of the great chasidim of kvod kedushas, Rabbeinu Hagadol. That's a reference to, when he says Rabbeinu Hagadol, the Alter Rebbe. Here I think I think it's Lat Rebbe. Shaya Gibor Gadol Ubal Zdaka Muflag Veovidashem Maskil Bedivrelokim Chaim Vilamdam Mefursam. He said there was a big veer in the time of the Alter Rebbe. He was rich. He had a lot of money. He was giving a lot of money. He gave a lot of tzedakah. But not just that. He was also a big Talmachacham. This guy knew how to learn. This guy Mamish knew how to learn. Divrelokim Chaim. A famous lamdan, marishonim becheder aleph. That means like in the initial group of that first group of students of the Alter Rebbe, I, I'm almost certain, he's saying this guy was top, a lot of money. 
ובעת בין העיתים בעלם ליין רחמונה ליצלן עבד את כל הונו הרב ונשאר בעל חוב גדול. He lost it all, not just did he lose it all, he became someone that had a great debt. Lost all his money and he had a lot of debt afterwards. וגם בעת ההיא, and in that time that he lost all his money, this big lambdan who was very rich, הגיע מועדי נישואם של אחדים מקרוביו ומבני משפחתו שהבטיח להם לתת צורכיהם בנדוניה והוצאות החתונות, וגם הגיע מועד נישואי שתיים מבנותיו אשר השתתחו מכבר. What happened at this time? This guy that had all this money, he must have said, I, when, people, when some of his relatives got married, he must have said, uh, got engaged, he said, you know, I got this, don't worry. And then his own two daughters already were mishudach, they got engaged. Back then, remember, engagements could be a, a while. And he said, well, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. I already took upon myself all the, all the expenses to make sure these women go into chuppahs. What am I going to do? What a chil Hashem is going to happen right now. He comes to the Rebbe. He's bawling. And what is he bawling about? Listen to this chassid. He said, if God decided that I shouldn't be rich anymore and I shouldn't have any money, that's fine. Meaning, what does he know how tzidduk adin means? Like I'm justifying the judgment. That's one thing. When I first read this, I kept on thinking he was saying about himself, he's an animal. But it's not, it's Baal right? How could it be that I'm going to be someone that's left in debt and I won't pay what I took upon myself to pay? But, but forget about me. I have to live in poverty? That's what Hashem wants? That's my Indian with Hashem. What pains me, though, is what about the people, who about the people I said I was going to take care of? What about them? I, 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 I was going to make people's chasanas. I was going to make people's weddings. What about them? That's what was killing him. He says an amazing thing here. He said, I knew, according to the Torah, I could promise them. I knew the money that I had. I said I would take care of their, of their weddings. If I don't do this, what a chilu Hashem is going to take is, is going to happen right now? And he says, "Ve'yifke b'merilus atzuma ala onesh agadol rachmana litzlan, asher ma'anishim oto min hashamayim bechet shel chilu Hashem." He's saying, Rabbi, so you hear why I'm crying before you? I'm crying before you because I may be the cause of tremendous chilu Hashem shamayim. These kids are not going to go to the chuppah. Or if they do, it's going to be a busha v'cherpa. You ever meet someone that Mamish lost all his money and what hurt him was that he wasn't able to help anybody as opposed to just not having money? Like Merchever, like this. Big stuff. Big stuff. V'yeore rachmim v'tachanunim lifnei kvod kedushas rabbeinu hagodol. And he, he was uh, trying to awaken and evoke tremendous rachmim before his Rebbe, Ki orer alav rachamim rabim mimekor harachamim v'chasidim amitim, ki yishalem chovotav v'yikem avtachato, v'achar kach mekabel alav kol anigzer chas v'shalom alav ba'aniyut. So he said, Rebbe, what I'm here for is saying, 
I, I need I need big help. What do I need big help for? I just need help so that I can make I can fulfill my promises. Afterwards, if that means I go back to become an ani again, I'm a kabbal that belief shalom. But don't let these people that I promised to take care of to hang them dry. I don't, don't let them hang. Don't let them dry. Okay. The Yisayim Dvarav. And now he ends off his words like this. And this is where a Yiddish uh, uh, dictionary would have helped. But I don't have it in front of me. Ich bedarf avtsalen ala meine choivas. Ich bedarf avgeven ala kroivim und bnei mishpacha. Das was ich auf seinem avtiach gewen. Und ich bedarf... So I think he ended off here by saying, you know, I, I promise again that I'll take care of what I said I was going to take care of, my two daughters, but after that, I'm not, I'm not holding on to anything anymore. Look what he says. Kvod Kedushas Rabbeinu Hagado Hayal Nishan Al Alzile Yadav HaKedoshas Bidvekus Atsumai, the Alter Rebbe, was basically like, you know, like, kind of like in this kind of state, like just like, you know, this Dvekus, listening to this Yid, listening to this Yid. And he heard his crying, he heard his pleading. And after a certain amount of time, Herim Kvot Kedushas Rabbeinu Agadol Grosho Akadosha lifted up his head. Now listen to the line that he responded to. This is the kicker of today's shir. This is the line. He said, and I'm going to go right to the Hebrew, he said, Ata omer rak tzarich. You're saying only what you think you need to say. Tzarich, oh, you're saying, you're talking about only what you need. But what you're needed for, you're not speaking about. I'm going to repeat that line again. You're talking about what you need. But you didn't mention, you weren't speaking about what you're needed for. You hear that line? No? Who needs you? Well, he's saying, help me just to finish what I have now. But what do you mean? You, help me so I can continue to what I'm doing continuously and I'm going because that's my shlichas. That's one... That's one no, 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 no. That's actually... We're going to see if that's because there's a Shaila here. He's saying over here, you're just speaking about what you need, but you're not speaking about what you're needed for. But in his mind, he hears that sentence. What could he be thinking? This chassid, he's saying, what do you mean? I'm talking about what I'm needed for, right? But, so what, so, right? So what's the tension here? So, so what's going on over here? What do you think the Rebbe was really telling you? He said, you're just speaking about what you need but you're not speaking about what you're needed for. But again, according to the story, it seems, it seems he was. What do you mean? I, I, I'm talking, I'm not telling you about what I, I maybe could need to live, you know, I'm talking about what I'm needed for, or so you thought you were. Now that's why I want to hold on to what Jerry said, because we're going to get back to this in a second. Kishmoa Hasid, when the Hasid heard the Rebbe's words, he heard the word so much, it went right into the inner chambers of his heart. He fainted. 
Alter Rebbe said to him, that's lying, and then he fainted. <laughs> Who else? You know, we have, we have stories like this. You ever hear someone that heard the word of God by learning Chumash and fainted? The famous story, right? The Hebra are sitting there learning by the Rebbe, by, by the Magid. And they're learning. And then they hear, they look at the side, they see Zusha fainted. The Rebbe Rebbe Zusha fainted. They're trying to switch spritz water on him, whatever. They finally wake him up. They say, what, what happened? You didn't eat last night? You didn't sleep last night? And he looks around them. He says, were we in the same shear right now? He said, yeah. He said, did you hear what he said? God spoke to Moshe. We just give, for us it's a given, right? Oh, we learned the parasha. Stop for a second. God spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? He fell down again. <laughs> then the other ones, they felt so low about themselves. They're like, my God, we've been, you know, we learn this every day. He's fainting by, you know, mainly he's faints by, like, he's fainting by my daughter, Moshe Lehmer, you know? So this chassid, he faints. He completely, he falls on the floor and he faints. The Yoda Reb Zalman HaMesharis, the Reb Zalman, the Zalman HaMesharis, like, the, the Lahavdil, the Jose of the, of the, you know, of the Chevron, the, the Mesharis, Ha'omed Bapetach, he sees what's going on. Yikra l'shnayim ha'chassidim she'amdu b'cheder ha'sheni. He calls two chassidim that were sitting outside of the room. Now, this is important for just our Hasidic lingo. Gan Eden Hatachton, bilashon ha'chassidim. Do you know what that means? In the Rebbe's chamber, it's Gan Eden Elyon. The, the, the waiting room is called Gan Eden Tachton. In the, in the Sfarim that speak about people that were waiting for Yechidus to see the Rebbe, that's what it's referred to, Gan Eden Tachton. He said, he calls Chav two Chassidim that are like standing outside. They took him out of the room. <laughs> He's fainted this Yid. They're spritzing water, they're throwing water on him. They're doing all these kind of things to wake him up. Wake him up from being, from his, from being you know, from fainting. He wakes up. He doesn't start talking to anybody, this Yid. He wakes up and he starts working. He starts working with like never before, with new, a newfound vitality. He forgot everything. Okay? And he's, he's, a, he's a beast. And he didn't speak to anybody about this. You started fasting. Now he's, he's taking on the whole world of being an MS Dekayid to the new level. And now he's serving Hashem. Now, did anything change with his financial status based on now until the story? No, we don't know. He's now spent the second week in Liyajna, by the Alter Rebbe, Hine, Batorah she'amar kvod kedushat Rabbeinu Hagadol, in the teaching that he was giving over, Hizkir inyan tohu v'tikon. Okay, now this is a little bit of learning. There's something that's called Oros de Tohu, right? There's the lights of Tohu. You've learned it with the Chavra a little bit? I'm sure it comes out, yeah. 
Or else that you want to get explain for a second. Yeah, explain, explain tohu ve'vetikon for a second of in this. In this. <coughs> This is good. Well, I don't know the context here exactly, but... It's the in, same shodesh. In, in, in a nutshell, Chazal tells us that there were many worlds created, right? There are many worlds, and worlds destroyed. So a world that precedes our world is called the world of Tohu. And in short, that world is full of massive light, but very small vessels. In other words... Uh, Big ideas, big uh, again. This is all conceptual, but 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 just uh, total inspiration, but nothing to hold it, right? So that world, the light, that's a certain ideal kind of world, but the vessel shattered, right? The vessel shattered because they just couldn't deal with the amount of of godly light, right? It's called Shvira that's the, that's the famous breaking of the of the vessels, right? That we've all heard of, but those vessels that then descended into our world, right? And that. All of our created reality is basically built on these shards. But we live in a world now where the light is much smaller and the vessels that hide the light are much bigger and stronger. Right? So we live in the world of tikkun. Right? And we have a job in this, tikkun, in this world, which we're not going to get into now, but we live in a world where the light's very concealed and the vessels are very, very strong and concealing. But they can hold that, that little bit of light as opposed to a world, a preceding world, where there was just magnificence of light and there weren't vessels to hold it. That's perfect. That, that's exactly it. That's this is a yesod and learning how to say this. Yeah. For us to do the avoda, like that's exactly why. That explains our existence in this world. So we could take those vessels, shards, and we're we're to return them to their source. That's exactly what we're busy doing in this world. But it's funny, Bina and I laugh with some of the different chavres. They're like. You know, sometimes, like with, with our, some of my chevra from, you know, different times in life, we call them the tohu chevra. Because, bemet, you see, you know, chevra, light, lo chaser. Kalim, chaser v'odech, right? <laughs> then you have, like, the cyber in chevra, like, the, like the, you have, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, everyone has kalim, it's all like, I know exactly, you know, everything's misudar, I got my pensions set up, and it's all good, it's all kalim. And I do Torah mitzvah, right? A little late. I thought... We've all known people that are just yeah. like inspiration and are, that have crashed and have cracked because right. they didn't have vessels. Right? So, so this is, this is the, right, the Tohu Chavr. I, I call them also the Tohu Chavr. This, this is a very important yesod in answering your question, which is basically, you know, what are we doing here? We're doing here to do this, right? So it's called Olamatikun, right? So look what he says here. This Yid, second Shabbos, he's by the Alter Rebbe after this whole story happens. This, this Yid, second Shabbos, after he's in by the Rebbe, he's in the Torah that the Rebbe said, And he explained exactly what you just heard right now. In the world of Tohu, there's a tremendous amount of light, but very few vessels. And the world that we're kind of introduced to, there's a tremendous amount of vessels to contain, to have seder v'chulei, but, but to, to extract light is like Messias Nefesh, right? The avoda that we have in this world is to bring, to draw down 
this tremendous abundance of light that was created before any of us ever got here, to put it into what? To draw it into kelim rechavim tikun, wide vessels of tikun. And how do you do this? Vehu al yedei berure inyane ha'olam. That is, look into the world that's in front of you and understand that Hashem sent you here to lift it all up through inyanim of this world. That down here, the inyan isn't while you're here, how much can you not be here? For some people it is. In Chabad, the whole inyan is you're here to take what's in front of you and lift it up. Birure inyane ha'olam. How does, it, how does it answer the question, the response from the Alter? We didn't get there yet. Yeah. We didn't get there. Good. We didn't. We didn't get there yet. We're not there yet. There's one more page. It's not the end. Don't worry. V'zel dichsiv lo letov ra'a l'shavas yotzra. Meaning, this is the explanation of that God didn't create this world so that it should continue to be in tohu, but that it should be dwelled, that it should be miyushav, that it should be fixed. Now look at the next. So the next page is like this. You have the next page. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, now, now we're getting to it. On Monday of the second week, he called this chassid into his room. He said, Now get out of here. Go back now and do your business again. A little while later, the guy made Mam Mishbank. He paid whatever debts he was left in, and he kept his promises. Which promises? To put all those kids into, into a wedding, right? And now he gives even more tzedakah than before. You know those cover that were really, they were really rolling, and then they're wondering, how could this happen to me? And they lost all their money, and they make all these haftachas. I'll give tzedakah again, like I used to. A chassid gives more than what he used to if he, you know, if he had lost his money. Now, that's the end of the story, the way that we know it. Now, the Friedrich Rebbe takes us, and I was going to start to make a little bit of a, a whole fabrengen just from this story. From this pitgam, pitgam is like a pitgam. It, it, for here it means a saying. From this statement, from this stark statement that the Balatania said, "Atar Omer, rak Omer." You're speaking only about what you need, but what you're needed from you, you're not speaking about. He says, this statement that the Alter Rebbe told him, that you're only speaking about what you need, but you're not speaking about what you're needed for, this thing has to be engraved on every single one of the Tzmimim, and hopefully we include ourselves in that as well. Now let's go back to the statement. He said, this kid said, uh, I need to take care of people, need me to fulfill my promises, because and then the Alter Rebbe says, you're just speaking about what you need, but what's needed from you, you're not speaking about. Now let's define that. Who is the, who, who are, who's the entity that we speak about what's needed from you? Who are we speaking? Who, who was he speaking about? 
And who is the Alter Rebbe speaking about? He's speaking about what's needed from me is the Chovot, is the, to, to get that speaking about is what the Ribbonishdom needs from you. That's the difference. We're so stuck in thinking we have to pay dues that we kiv yochel archayev. Saying that's part of a big, a much bigger picture. But in the moment, you have to stop and say, "What am I needed for?" I'll share with you. I have such chiyus. I shared with some of you. I was I had like an hour with my rebbe last night. I'm like I feel I'm, I'm on adrenaline. I'm like I'm, I, I can't even tell you. On, on a on a. Uh, Video, video call. It's a beautiful uh, story. So you know that story, story, you know, I, so I told him, Rebbe, he said, you know, the story you just shared in Boca, the one that Jerry put on the, on the, on the list, then I, then I was like, you know what, I, I usually don't share those things because I always feel like, I don't know what he would think. Then I decide, the Rebbe, like Rev Weinberger, then I said, I'm sorry, I have to have like chutzpah and I blasted it by Meichem. There are people in the shul that called me crying, crying. They said, you should have warned me. They said, why? I said, because he called, my, he called out my mm-hmm so fast. He said, he said, I called, he said, that was the musr I've been waiting for my whole life. Do you guys know what I'm talking about, what video I'm talking about? Did you see the one? Whoever didn't get it, I'm going to, huh? That he called home. When he called home, when he called home. I said, Rebbe, I sent it three hours ago. There's over 3,000 of my chevra that sunk this in. <coughs> Hundreds of messages. This one, this one just, just, just nipped it, just got it, right? Anyway, he said, oh, yeah, I don't know, my father, he said, my father's Yerzeitz on Tubishvat, three years. He said, I don't know if he's going to be so bragas. I made such a big deal about him because he was so, Mr. Weinberger, all of us, was so, I remember him. So, Katana, <laughs> like, you know. It wasn't, his, it wasn't his Indian at all. Um, but why am I bringing this up? Because he told me one line seven years ago that has dictated my whole life. He said, it's great when a person gets to end up doing what they want to do in the world, but it's so much more deeper when you do what you're needed for. If the two mesh, it's Gan Eden. Meaning, if that what you want to do is actually what you're needed for, then everyone wins. Like, that's the greatest thing in the world. But he says, a yid has a chassid, he said, has to look at the question of what do you want to do in your life based on what am I needed for? Mrs. Freeman always says, he says, don't be needy, be needed. Give a line. Amazing line. Don't be needy, be needed. Great line. So the Rebbe says, so here the Friedrich Rebbe says, this statement, what am I needed for, has to be engraved in the heart of a chassid. What am I needed for? That's, that's our life. Not what do you want to do in the world. That's a very me. What do I want to do? Need, that's like a need. It's like me, right? What am I needed for? This is an amazing thing. Now he says like this. The Friedrich Rebbe says like this. Tachlis, you see the third paragraph? I'll take that as a yes. Tachlis, Briyas, Gufa, Adam... I don't have to start giving you drushas that we didn't come down into this world to indulge in. I love Ken's Diner, but it's not, that's not why I came to this world, right? 
That's not, that is not the Indian. That's not why we came here, right? On each and every one of us, but specifically the young generation, wherever you are, you know what you're needed for? Is there an environment of Torah around you? Wherever you are, is there an environment? What's happening around you? Nothing's happening. That's exactly the fixing of kelim uh, oros de tov kelim de tikun. You have to make a sviva shel Torah or leorer belimud berabim bechizuk ayados ubeinyane hamidos tovos beavas Yisrael. Wherever you are, the question is: Do you understand that you're needed right now, just to speak about avas Yisrael, to speak about the midos tovos, about being a mensch? Bringing down, not just bringing down monotheism in the world, but bringing down, <coughs> bringing down what it means to be a Yiddish mensch. This is all a clear answer to the question that the Alter Rebbe said that everyone has to ask: Alma What am I needed for? Hapitgam alma This statement: What am I needed for? You remember that, those three. This is also brought throughout the Tanya. Aleph, Nun, and Shin. Breslov uses this acronym as well. Anshe Shlomeinu. You know what that means? Arpasi. Yeah. Bichlal. This has to be by everyone. But really, Ubekerev Talmidei Hatmimim Sheikhyu Biflat. A young generation, this is your Indian. Your parents, they're pretty oppressed by hundreds of years of oppression. This is already, you know, he says, this is 1935. It's like there was a kilo, there was going to be a new dawn. It took a few years till that happened. But it has to be on each and every one of you. Yes. You have to, each and every one of you, Torah, Tehillim, Midas Tovas, Avas Yisrael. But each and every one of you has to start a Tanya Shir. You have to start a, a Limud, a, learning any, anything, any Maimar Chasidus. This is what you're here for in this world. Remember, this is all in an answer to a guy that wrote him a letter that must have said to him, I moved to this new place, there's 500 people here, there, here, and it doesn't seem like anyone's interested. That's like the last thing you ever want to write, the Friedeker Rebbe, right? <laughs> And you, now he's answering him back like directly. You know this thing. You know this is what we're all about. You know this is how we roll. This is not, you, you know this already. You know this is what we do, right? Nogali benafshi mamish. This really touches me in my nefesh. Vizekol chiyusi. So I, I'm, I, I was working with this line, trying to understand, is the Rebbe saying right now that what you're bringing up right now is touching my soul and it's all of my chiyus? Meaning, I, I'm the Rebbe, right? But you 
doing what we're speaking about right now, my chiyus is dependent on it. Any time any of my students tell me that with a brain, there's another shear, there's something good going on, he said, for me, this is a besora tova, and then he says, v'same merpe libriuti achalasha. You know what same marpe means? Mamish. <coughs> Sam marpe. A, a healing he drug. Very. Was he, he was sick for a while, yeah. Same so medicine. It, it literally means like, like a, a sam is a drug, marpe is a healing. He's saying, this is mamish, this is, this is healing me. He says, mamish healing me, my, my weak body. He was, he was, yeah, he was sick for a while. He passed away in 50. But he was already struck. He was when he came to America. Was it 40, 39 or 40? Right, 40. He came. He was already in a wheelchair. It was a bad. But this is just a few years before. The stories about him. Read about his life today. It's an it's an incredible, incredible masechet of, of. That's what Reb Shlomo was saying on that recording that you shared. Is that he's saying? Just imagine he comes to America in 1940, and in the beginning, everyone was him, It was all beautiful. What is that, for five days? <laughs> five days later, they're starting to bash him. It's a nemach, it's a, a rebbe who's so sick. This gives me healing to my, to my weak body. Hashem is baruch yemalem mish'alos tzmudei levavi. Look at these words. Hashem should answer the requests of those who are tzmud to my heart. Tzmudei levavi. The you know, tzmud means close to my heart. You're all, you're all like right next to my heart. Yiddelach. Hashem should answer your, your, your prayers. <laughs> There should be a complete refuah shleim on all levels. Sorry. Now he's ending. He's like, how in the world could it be? You've been there for however long you moved to this new place and you haven't done a thing. I hope that now you'll put this on your heart. You'll try in whatever we spoke about above. It should be amongst your portion that Hashem should merit you to shine and to to point out everything that we said above in this mimer. September 1935. The army began. You know, the army really, the army began, you could say the army began by the altar, by the altar, but you know, by the by the by the by the Rebbe Rayat, by the Friedrich Rebbe, he you know, he grew up in, in the home. His father was the Rebbe Rashab. The Rebbe Rashab set up shop. He set up the the system that we had, wrote today in Lubavitch. This was the Rebbe Rashab, and the Rebbe Rashab passes away. The Friedrich Rebbe is like, oh my God, what am I? And he took he took this on. He took this on with like, 
such such an, an, an amazing conviction that no time to think too much. Asiya, Asiya. This is who, this is the daughters he raised, that one of them married the Rebbe. And then this continues. And you, so what we, what we see today is on Yud Shvat, today of like, Nachon, it's the Friedrich Rebbe's Yorzeit, the Rebbe became Rebbe. But the Rebbe becoming Rebbe and the Friedrich Rebbe's Yorzeit, they're all days, auspicious days for us to look around in our lives and our surroundings that is there a Sviva Shel Torah? Is this is a hard one in your workplace. Wherever you are, wherever you end up doing, wherever you find yourself to be, this is what we're here to do. This is what we're here. We're here. Vannis Freeman said uh, the other night, he said, people, uh, the question, what am I, uh, why are we here? He said, isn't, isn't that boring already, that question? Like, haven't we gotten bored already from that question? Was anyone here? Was anyone there the other night? If there's a recording, why well, it was really mom or something. He said, the question's pretty boring. You don't sit back and the person can be like 30 years. Why am I here? Why am I here does not mean what am I needed for necessarily. Mamash not. It's not. We're here, Hasidim are here to answer the Shailah. Now let's just end going back. Did we answer the question? Did we answer that Chassid's question or not? Because the Chassid, the Chassid says, I have all these problems. The Rebbe says to him that one line, he faints, he wakes up, he's a new person, he goes back to his town, Parnassah comes back, pays off the dues, marries off the kids. And the question is, how did that answer, what, what did that do to that Chassid? So Rav Ginsburg now, Rav Ginsburg Shlita, Will, would probably give us a 30-page Maimar Chassidus on how explaining Alpis Firas, how that answer took that Chassid to the next place. Let's try with our little, our little thing. What, would, what did the Alter ever say to him? You're coming to me with issues that you have. I get it. It's true. My heart's with you. I'm sitting down here. He says, the, the story was, on his hands like this, he lifts up his head. And he says, but for you to really answer what's hurting in your Imke and Shama, don't ask it like that. Don't ask like that. Maybe Hashem doesn't need you to pay these weddings or not. Maybe yes, maybe not. It could be. What are your ask? What's your shaila? Things are coming down in your life. Why me? Not why me. What am I needed for? What am I needed for? I give us a bracha to ask that shaila full on, to, to have it... Ch- Charut, Charut. Remember what Rav Buso told you in the beginning, Jerry? But with, in the beginning, right? In the beginning, he was basically saying, telling you the same thing. Not much the same thing. What am I needed for? We should have good friends that direct us to the right, the right place, and we should have iskashrus, <coughs> iskashrus connection, a deep inner connection to these. To these, I'll tell you one story. I'll just end with one story. The first transcript I ever did of Rib Shlomo was him teaching Parshas Vayera, 1987, in Yerushalayim. First one, I'll never forget it. And at the end of the transcript, the Parshas Vayera is a Kedas Yitzchak, right? So he says, I want to tell you a story. I think I shared this with you a few times, but it's just the, the deepest story in the world. He said, the last year of the Friedrich Rebbe's Rosh life, Rosh Hashanah, 1949, right? Remember this story? 1949, 
So they only allowed 12 people to be in the room with the Rebbe's Kriya Satana. Somehow, he says, me and my twin brother... Shofar. Huh? Shofar, no? This is, this is a different story. Oh, Shofar okay. too, but even... I'm saying those minyanim from yeah, then on till Yud Shvat was just a few people, exactly. So this is not Pashas Ve'er, this is Rosh Hashanah. So the first was the story of the Shofar, which was a whole story on its own. But what do you read, second day Rosh Hashanah, Kriya Satora? You read, okay, that's Yitzchak, right? That's what you read in Shul, that's the Kriya Satora. He said, you want to know what made me a Yid? I'll tell you what made me a Yid. The Friedrich Rebbe was not even 70 years old, but he looked like, he, by, by then, like he was 180, okay? He was really, really physically in a bad, bad place. So when it says that when the Baal Koyra got to the Pasuk, he said, we were 12 people, somehow me and my brother got in there. He said, when the, when the Baal Koyra says, Vayishlach Avram es Yado, Vayikach es Amachel es Lishchot es Vno, that Avram sent his hand to grab the knife, to shecht his son, he said the Friedrich Rebbe burst out like a little kid that's hearing a horror story for the first time, freaking out uncontrollably. The Friedrich Rebbe started crying his eyes out. They couldn't continue, they had to wait. It was, it was crazy. He said, he's crying his eyes out. We read it every year, we know the end of the story, so we, we don't get too nervous. He said, that's what I saw. He said, when I saw that, that's what, I, that's what I saw, what it means to live with every word of the Torah, like it's your last dying breath. He said, I saw that, that made me a yid. Made me a yid. That imagery is like etched in me forever, Be'ez Hashem. Anyway, the schus of this, this, this tzaddik, Yisad Aylam, Rabbeinu Yosef Yitzchak, Ben Reb Shalom Dov Berit should stand for all of us and open the gates for us to answer the question, with simcha and conviction and determination to keep the show on the road. Ad bi'as ge'ot tzedek, mehir be'aminu, amen ve'amen.